2: Hi, I'm Tanya Oliveira. I work for Transparence Entertainment Group. I focus on world X usa neighboring rights on the performer side and rights holder side.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Money in the Air. Today, we have myself, Andrew, Tanya, and Gina to talk about the claiming process with respect to neighboring rights and the varying ways that this is performed, both from an administrator and from an artist themselves. If you're here in the US you are probably familiar with Sound Exchange. And if you have a Sound Exchange account, you're going to either register the recordings as a rights holder and then go ahead and claim this the recording as yourself as an artist. And that all sounds great. This is the way it's done in the UK and then also in Germany. You repeat the claiming process if you're going direct in those territories. But there are certain instances with other CMOs around the world that don't operate like this. And for instance, you might have to submit a spreadsheet or they'll provide you a bunch of recordings that were performed or were played uh, within a certain period where you have to claim the recordings that you are on within a playlist format. Tanya, can you
2: talk about
0: the spreadsheets that you have to submit to some CMOs in order to claim some of the artists that you are representing?
2: Of course. So yeah, there are several CMOs that I send spreadsheets to. So that's great in the sense that you can save time and you can copy and paste lots of your metadata. Those CMOs are ACTRA in Canada, and I'm talking performer side here, ACTRA in Canada, AIE in Spain, Playwright in Belgium, Senna in the Netherlands, and Swiss perform in Switzerland and also CPRA in Japan, they accept big spreadsheets. And it's worth noting that at Sound Exchange you can also submit a spreadsheet. If you'd rather do that than route around the portal. So yeah, this is quite a fair number of CMOs accept repertoire in spreadsheet form. So yeah, it's
1: it's good news. But then you get the other situation where you get the collection societies that tell you what they have played in any one year. And you'll get a spreadsheet and it can have anything up to, well, the recent one from Denmark consisted of a hundred thousand recordings. And that could be duplicated because they'll be talking about a couple of years as well. So maybe 19 to 2020 20, and then 21. So yeah, the idea is that you filter through and you identify the recordings that your artist has played on and and then make the claim. And societies that work this way that we're aware of are Gram DK in Denmark, EJI in Hungary, and Abramus in Brazil. In addition to that, you also get the societies that will claim on behalf of your artist as well, such as Adami in France, that just need to know that your artist is a performer, and then they'll make those claims for you.
0: So just to clarify with everybody, claims are money for Everybody. So, if you're an artist, the claim that you're making on a specific recording is the income that that society is receiving from radio stations, from Pandora, from anybody that's playing or performing the music you're recording. And this, the claims and the lack of visibility that we get from the claims. Is a problem because we don't always know like where what recordings have have been played or, or claimed on your behalf. So this is a topic we wanted to cover for today.
2: Yeah, I agree, Andrew. I think I prefer sending in spreadsheets because th- there's a sense of control, and you you know you've covered all bases, and you've you've included the entire discography. And then manual claiming at PPL, GVL, Sound Exchange is very time consuming, but it's worthwhile. And as you know, you can get paid multiple times in GVL if you've done more than one role, but then you've got to kind of doubly claim it. So it's time consuming, but those societies pay very well. So it's worthwhile. And then there are a couple of other countries that accept uh, spreadsheet discographies that I do not work with in this current job, but in my previous job I did. And that was um, Grammo in Norway, Gramex Finland in Finland, Yes, LSG in Austria. So there's a a few more spreadsheets. I'm sure there are others or individuals that go direct in every single
1: territory. I find it fascinating because the data is only as good as the person inputting it. It's open to human error. Bear that in mind. Keep it ambiguous. Keep a search for title, typos, artist names. Play around with them. Don't just do... The first search and then abandon it have a look and just put in sort of like you know be wary that the information can be slightly wider than the exact information that perhaps you should be searching for that's all because that's where the money can be hidden
2: thank you so much for listening we'll see you next week and remember go to www.iafar.co.uk and hit that join now button see you soon